This podcast is not about grief. This podcast is about life, love, and finding yourself again after losing a child. I've been exactly where you are, and now I want to show you the road back to a life of your own. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Liana. How are you doing? Uh, I am preparing the notes for this episode while flying back home for a couple of days to see my mom and run some errands. And those of you who are not uh, following uh, me on social networks yet and who are new to my work probably don't know yet that uh, my family recently moved to Moscow. But originally I'm from Latvia, hence the accent you might have noticed. I'm not a native English speaker, but I'm working with clients all over the world, so I do my work in English mostly. So currently I and my family live in Moscow, Russia, and luckily it's close to my home, so I can get back home easily when it's necessary. And funnily enough, uh, given uh, all my history of being a childless survivor, life coach, I'm still an anxious flyer. Um, I am much better at this right now than I used to be, but I guess some fears are more difficult to to eliminate. (laughs) So, but... uh, I decided that for me, in order not to focus on my anxious thoughts while I'm flying, I'll be working on my podcast notes. And here I am doing it, and I have to admit, it did help a lot. And today I wanted to talk about um, the suffering. I know many of you think that the suffering um, you are experiencing is never going to end, and uh, that it's just part of your life forever and ever and when you think that that uh, it feels very heavy you feel hopeless and nothing seems to matter and I know when you are in the beginning of your grief and the very in very depths of it you can't see through your grief and you are totally swallowed by it and if you are anything like me even if someone with a magic wand would have come to my door and offered me freedom from the suffering I would have taken it and I bet you too and right after the loss it's just normal to be in pain and suffer and uh, not even wanting to be feeling better and not even thinking about future and uh, because it's all about surviving the day and thinking about past and remembering the past and the only thing you think about future is basically how all is lost and how things are never going to be uh, what you imagine them to be. But uh, believe it or not, at some point, the pain lessens a bit. And uh, like a door opens, like a window opens, and you start wondering about how to live further and uh, how to deal with all the suffering. So today I wanted you actually to show this amazing concept about suffering that has helped me so much to alleviate the feeling that the suffering will never end. And uh, I started listening to this concept when I was ready to hear it. And there is no right timeline for when it should happen. It happens when it happens. You are ready when you are ready, and then it's the right time. And one thing I want you to hear, and I'll be repeating it again, 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 You are exactly where you should be in your grief process. You shouldn't be further and you shouldn't do better. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. So speaking about suffering, um, it's 
I'll start with um, this crucial concept. There is a difference between the pain and the suffering. And most people think it's the same and use those two concepts interchangeably. But these are two completely different things. Pain is not optional. We as humans can't avoid pain. Human life is designed to be painful. No human has gone through the life without experiencing either physical or emotional pain and honestly both. Um, but I like how David Kessler put it in his book about finding meaning. Pain is pure emotion we feel when someone dies. Our suffering is the noise our mind makes around that loss. So how the suffering is created, it's created by the stories we tell ourselves. Whenever we judge ourselves, decide that what happened is our fault, we blame someone. When we think that what happened wasn't supposed to be in this way, we create suffering. And suffering is optional. We create it with our thinking and suffering starts when we interpret things in a way that makes it harder for us. It's like we get stabbed by someone and instead of just dealing with the pain of the stab, we take knife and stab ourselves the second time. One stab is painful, but two steps, that's just so much worse and unnecessary. For example, when my son was killed, um, the amount of pain I felt was unimaginable. But even worse, I was blaming myself for not doing something else that day, for taking the decision to go to the park, even for buying the apartment in that neighborhood, and even for moving back to Latvia years before it happened. But the truth is, I couldn't have done anything differently. But these thoughts, they come automatically and they seem like truth and inevitable. And that's just so normal. When you don't watch your thinking, this is what happens to all of us. So please just don't judge yourself if you recognize this pattern of thinking in you. Telling story is a vital part of being human. In the old days, for example, stories were how the information and our history was forwarded and shared and preserved in families and communities. But it's up to us how we tell the story. Whether we make something sound like a horror movie or we retell it in a neutral way, or even find a way to find something good in, in, this, in, this, in this happening. We all have a friend or coworker that always tells all these dramatic stories, and we just keep thinking to ourselves sometimes, what's the big deal? And uh, I'm in no way trying to say that losing your child is not a big deal. It's absolutely the worst thing mom can experience. And yet, if you can avoid all the extra noise in your head. I should have done things differently. I should have chosen a different route. I should have taken him to the doctor earlier, the suffering whenever, and so on and so on. Telling these stories is our primal human need, but some stories work for us and some stories make us miserable. And this is where we have a choice. A choice to let go of stories that make us miserable because we already have plenty on our plates. So let's make a choice to make things easier by letting go of stories that make us feel miserable. And I also have to say that, um, of course, we are telling these stories to ourselves, 
without even realizing that they are stories, without seeing that they are optional. We don't know that we are taking our pain and with our brain turn it to suffering and we are making it so much more worse than it has to be. These are the types of things that I help my one-on-one coaching clients with all the time. And maybe <laughs> I'm like, there are all these examples. You, for example, you just yell and snap at your kid and then turn around and make yourself feel like an awful parent and and an and totally unworthy person. But it turns out you were just hungry and exhausted. And when we are low ourselves, we, we do make mistakes. And that's also human. And uh, even after you have heard um, what I've said to you, probably you won't be able to stop all these stories right away. I work with my clients over six months to change the internal narrative. But what you can start doing right away, right after you have finished listening to this episode, start paying attention to your internal dialogues, to the things you are saying to yourself. Start noticing whether the things you are saying are making you feel better about you and your loss Or do you feel more miserable? Just start noticing and being curious about how they make you feel. That's the first step to stopping the unnecessary suffering and getting back to the pure pain of loss that has to be felt and that has to be processed in order for you to heal and move through your grief. That's all this week. Thank you. Bye. If you are loving this podcast, then please hit subscribe, download it, and please share it with other childless survivor moms. I'm committed to help as many moms as possible to recover and build a life after childless. You can find me here on Instagram, TikTok, at life after a childless, or you can visit my website, coachliena.com, that's coach, L-I-E-N-E.com. And if you'd love to chat, you can sign up for a free coaching call on my website. See you next week.